to this darkened, sinful world comes redemption through the message of fathers in Jesus the Christ, whom we are. We are fathers in Jesus the Christ. F-I-J-T-C is our call letters. Our website is FIJTC.com. Our Facebook is FIJTC Write-Ups. That's Write-Ups with a W, W-R-I-T-E dash U-P-S. And if you go to our Facebook, you'll uh, know, you'll see uh, the Sea of Galilee, the picture of the Sea of Galilee, and you'll know that you're there. And our email is Rocky at FIJTC.com. And of course, my name is Mr. Rocky. The Bible tells us that faith comes by hearing, and hearing by the Word of God. And I want you to listen to what is said, because what is said for the edification of the body of Christ must need to be heard. And uh, in Hebrews 2.1, it puts it like this. It says, Therefore, we ought to give the more earnest heed to the things which we have heard, lest at any time we should let them slip. And that is a very important passage for each and every one of us who claim to represent our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Because what is being said is what drives us to God's mercy and God's grace. And we, fathers in Jesus Christ, and you, this goes out to those who are in the sound of this voice and myself. We are raw bone sinners who have taken our stand as Apostle Paul did against the peddlers of the Mosaic Law, whom Jesus called them the rising of the leaven of the Pharisees, the old wineskins he made reference to, and as Apostle Paul calls them, the circumcision. So he warned us against these religious people, and they are spread out throughout the nation, throughout the world, in the religious realm called denominations, if you will. Paul said in Galatians 2.21, I frustrate not the grace of God, for if righteousness come by the law, then Christ is dead in vain. Paul also said, if ye be circumcised, Christ should profit you nothing. Not that we FIJTCs take God's grace for granted. We understand we're saved and are being saved in the process of his mercy, the process of his grace. Because in, in, in Hebrews seven nineteen, for the law made nothing perfect, but the bringing in of a better hope by which, by the which, correction, by the which we draw nigh unto God. We cannot draw nigh unto God by the law, the Mosaic law. We can only draw nigh unto God by the Spirit because the, the law has been removed and we gain access to God by the Spirit. No man comes to the Father, save the Spirit, draw him. So that's what we are about. And I'm going to go into further uh, detail about letting you know more of what FIJTCs are all about. And if you choose to become a born-again believer, you have automatically accepted the fact that you are a fader in Jesus the Christ. 
because faith is what maintains and connects us to our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Without faith, it's impossible to please God. He didn't say without faith and the works of the law, it's impossible to please God. Without faith, it's impossible to please God. So we take that word faith and put it in action. And it becomes not just something that sits on the shelf, but it becomes an action word by which we are reaching toward things eternal. All the promises of God in him is yes and amen, which we obtain by faith. And God spoke through his son, Jesus Christ, which is what we believe. And we believe that God raised Christ from the dead, which is the basis of our faith. So if you don't believe in the resurrection, if you reject the resurrection, what basis do you have to exercise your faith in towards God? So that's what we truly do believe in. We also believe in that salvation is a gift from God. What does he say? God said, because of faith in him and through his son, Jesus, for by grace are ye saved through faith and that not of yourselves. It is neither of your ability of righteous behavior nor performance, lest anyone should boast. These self-righteous critics, if you will, would definitely tell you, you have to do something to show your works. They would tell you, you have to get married, you have to stop smoking, you have to stop drinking, you have to stop partying, you can't do this, you can't do that. But what can you do as a Christian? And when you ask that question to them, then they will begin to establish rules and regulations that they themselves do not do. But yet in the process of them not doing it, they're falling short as well. And they want to bring you into that curse or under that curse of the Ten Commandments and say, you must perform in order to be accepted, if you will, by them, by their approval, not by God. Salvation is a gift from God. And God is not a man that he should lie, neither the son of man that he should repent. And has he said, shall he not do it? Or has he spoken and shall he not make it good? He spoke through his son, Jesus Christ. He did it on the cross of Calvary. He did it at the resurrection. And that's where we place our faith in. And the inadequacy of mankind, it disallows us to measure up to God's perfection. Which candidly, if you will, categorizes man's condition that all have sinned. Everyone. All have sinned and come short of God's glory. And God, degrading all mankind under his curse by his sovereign will, gave his infinite, uncalculated love for sinning man. God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever faith, faithless, if you will, not just believe, faith, because belief is one-third of faith, that whosoever faith in him, let me spell it for you, F-A-I-T-H-E, in a verb form, that whosoever faith in him should not perish, but have eternal life. And faithers are no longer under the curse, which is the condition and consequence of sin reflected by the Mosaic law. Colossians 2.14 puts it like this, being made a curse for us, 
Jesus blotted out the handwriting of ordinance that was against us, which is the Mosaic law, which was contrary to us. And he took it out of the way, nailing it to his cross. God rescued us from the power of darkness, translated us into the kingdom of his dear son for himself, in whom we have redemption through his blood, the forgiveness of sins. So why are people constantly hammering on the children of the free that you gotta you, you gotta stop this? You can't do that. But what, what, like I said earlier, what can you do as a Christian? Sit at home in a rocking chair. Don't look at this. Don't watch that. Don't turn on the uh, internet. Don't go to the movies. They categorize it so much that you can't do. It makes you wonder, well, what can you do? I'm telling you, we do what it is that we do. And you can define that by any way. You and I, by our sinful nature, which has been nailed to the cross of Christ, have been set free from the works of the law and from the expectations of the so-called religious group, the Pharisees, those who want to present you in a good and so-called holy by their definition appearance that when you come amongst them they can say oh yes this is a Christian because she doesn't do that because he doesn't do this because he stopped doing that so that's not Christianity Christianity is joining in a relationship with the person Christianity isn't rules they're not regulations it's not a creed it's a relationship with a person, our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. And an and attachment of the Mosaic law, if you will, for ethical and or moral disciplined behavior, once we have come to Christ, does not develop nor carve anyone into the image of Jesus. That's what they want to do. They want to circumcise you. They want to circumcise your head. They want to circumcise your ears for what you can and cannot hear. They want to circumcise your eyes for what you should be looking at and watching on TV or not watching in, on the internet. It's Satan's purpose as an angel of light to instruct from and add the Mosaic law by any means. It's called damnable perfectionism under the guise of modified behavior. That's all it is. Anyone who attaches, teach, or lives by the Mosaic law for man's approval, which is all it is, conscience sake, or the betterment of salvation, Paul calls them perverts. They're perverts, damning themselves by the efforts thereof. I'm not cussing. I'm just telling like it is. And there's not many I hear, not that they aren't, aren't there, they're not out there speaking the truth. It's rare that I hear this type of message. Galatians 1, 7 through 8. They're perverts. Faithing is a different kind of work. Not trying to work to obtain God's righteousness because God gave us his righteousness through the blood of his son Jesus Christ. And we are faithing which is a different kind of work in God's promises. Rather than the efforts to keep uh, the Mosaic law, 
God's life is maintained in the favor by continual acts of faith and not by an ability to perform any deed, thought, measure, or word of the Mosaic law. Because you can go in some of these churches, you know what they have nailed up to the side of the wall? Ten Commandments. The Ten Commandments. Now that you are saved, you must have these moral guidelines to keep you on straight street. Let me tell you, you begin to attach those moral guidelines to even fathom that they're going to keep you on straight street. You are simply damning yourself to hell by the efforts of God. God has told us and is letting us know it is all of his grace not by any works and let me tell you this faith is a work we are all in agreement of what faith is but where we uh, FIJTC faith is in Jesus the Christ different is in the execution of the means which is faithing without the deeds of the Mosaic law thus receiving God's righteousness declared righteous by God that's what we are and he imputes his life in the faith he gives us his life just for faith who responds to his call therefore we are being righteous introduce another word we are being righteousified freely by his grace through the ransom that is in Christ Jesus moving ahead in the scriptures in Romans 3.28 therefore we conclude that a man is righteousified by faith without the deeds of the law. Well, brother, brother, sister, sister, you have to attach these. You can't, you gotta get married. You can't be fornicating. You can't be committing adultery. You can't be smoking. You can't be at a bar. You can't drink a beer. You can't, you can't, you can't. What Jesus said, he is a friend to sinners. What about that passage? Jesus came, Jesus said he came to seek and to save sinners like us. We that know we fall short. We that can cry out, as Paul says in Romans 7, Lord, be merciful to me, a sinner, O wretched man that I am, who shall deliver me from the body of this death? I thank my God through Jesus Christ. That's what fathers in Jesus the Christ are about. And that's the stand that we are to take. Therefore, we conclude that a man is righteousified by faith without the deeds of love. God's substance life is the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit reveals God's faithfulness, seals the faith in Jesus, and expresses the fruit of God's nature in and through the faith. The righteous shall live by faith. And faith is the only means for receiving and maintaining God's life so that Jesus may dwell in your heart by faith. For I believe but I believe okay you believe and I'm not saying that we are which we are I'm not telling you go out there and live a crazy life we already live a crazy life I'm not promoting it and I'm not telling you not to do it I am talking to you that know that hey I believe in Jesus Christ I know he died for my sins I know he raised for my righteous implication. So even though I may be doing whatever they are telling me not to do, 
to appear righteous in their eyes or to appear righteous in God's eyes, which is a lie straight from the pit of hell, I know I can come to him and say, thank you, Lord, for your mercy. Thank you, Lord, for your grace. Thank you, Lord, for the forgiveness of my sin. Because I know I don't measure up. Neither do they measure up. But yet they want to bring you in under that net of self-righteousness. Under that net of you can't go here or God ain't gonna don't love you if you do this or God don't love you if you do that. That's of all that is a bunch of lies straight from the pit of hell. God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son in that while ye were yet sinners, Christ died. He didn't say, get it right, then I'll die for you. He didn't say, get it right, then I'll keep you. God does not look at your sins. He looked through the blood of his son, Jesus Christ. And when he looks through the blood of his son, Jesus Christ, and your faith is there, he counts you as righteous even though in your flesh you're doing what the self-righteous critics and the Pharisees are condemning you by. We're saved by his grace. It's not that we take it for granted, like I said, but we recognize that we frustrate not the grace of God. For if righteousness came by our works, we would have room to boast. And God has taken the boasting, he has taken the boasting out of us and put the boasting in his son Jesus Christ by whom we proclaim by whom we teach by whom we give praise and thanks and God's substance life like I said he puts his spirit in us in our response to faith and according to Colossians 1.23 if ye continue in the faith grounded and settled and be not removed and be not removed away from the hope of the gospel which ye have heard which was preached to every creature which is under heaven if you remain there until you leave this life the blood of Christ covers you it keeps you God looks at you and me through the spectacles of Jesus Christ well I just came out of a nightclub I'm going to church in the morning big deal well I just stayed over and with my date and I'm going home in the morning to get ready for church. Big deal. Well, me and my friends, we just finished puffing and blowing and passing it to the left and having our enjoyment at a birthday party or a nightclub. Big deal. Who is to condemn you? Who are they to judge and condemn another man's servant, according to Romans 14? They need the blood of Christ. They need their sins washed away. They need to fall on their knees. They need the same response as Paul responded, O wretched man that I am who shall deliver me from the body of this death, as you and I need who are doing some of the things that we know that we do. I may not be convicted by your sins. You may, may not be convicted by mine, but there is a conviction there in all of us that drives us to God's mercy that drives us to his grace to drive us to his forgiveness that's what it's all about and I can understand why people feel squeamish and uncomfortable and you know 
easing down in their seats when preachers start hammering on the thou shalt and the thou shalt not. That's what the law is supposed to do. It's supposed to reveal your sins. It's supposed to show you your faults. It mirrors your life. Okay, it does that. But that's where they leave it. And they tell you to get it right. Just like in that movie Life with Eddie Murphy, Martin Lawrence, and that brother who was playing on the baseball field. Can't get right. They're always trying to tell you to get right by doing this, that, or thus and so. But we can't get right. God brought his son down here, him in the flesh, God in the flesh, if you will, and he got it right for us. That when we are faithing in him, that is the only way God sees us as getting it right. And that's what we are about, faithers in Jesus the Christ. We are proclaiming his righteousness, not our righteousness, his righteousness. Salvation is through Jesus Christ, by faith, by faith. And Paul says, whereby Paul am made a minister, whereunto I also labor, striving according to his working, not my working, his working, which worketh in me mightily. God does the working. We do the laboring. We do the saving. Salvation incorporates righteousness, holiness, healing, completion, eternal life, and much more abundant promises. All the promises are accomplished by faithing in and towards God's promises with no buts attached. Well, 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 you know, you have faith, you gotta have faith, but, but you know, uh, 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 you have faith to get this car, to get this house, to get this, to get that. The Bible says in Hebrews 11, referring to the previous men and women, the Hebrew, the heroes of faith, if you will, all these died not having obtained the promise because God saw a better city. God saw a better place, a far better place, a far better city than this down here. Our hope is eternal. Our hope is to be in heaven with our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Faithing produces separation. And this is what, this is what many religious, if you will, folks, this is what they do. Well, let, let me put it like this. Faithing produces separation and war, defying any other kind of work in receiving salvation. Faith is the title deed. Faith is the substance of things hoped for, present and eternal. But what if, what if I don't get it down here? You have 100% total over there. The substance is Jesus Christ. That's who we are faithing to get to over there, yet he dwells in us and is with us right now when we believe on him by one of the Godheads, which is the Holy Spirit. The substance is Jesus Christ. Faith is the title deed, salvation, correction. Faith is the substance of things hoped for. Where is your hope? Is it in your flesh or is it in 
Jesus Christ. The substance is Jesus. Now, if anyone have this hope in Jesus, God purified them to the saving of their soul. And he is a new creature in Jesus the Christ. I'm going to repeat that again. Now, if anyone have this hope in Jesus, God purified them to the saving of their soul. And he is and she is a new creature in Jesus the Christ. Well, I thought you were supposed to stop doing this to become a new creature. Uh-uh, friend. Stop unbelieving and start fading. That's what God wants. You smoke a cigarette, big deal, you smoke a cigarette. You take a toke, big deal, you take a toke. You have your friends, big deal, you have your friends. But when the call of Christ is on your life, and even though you are still involved in whatever it is that you came to God with, wait until he cuts it away from you. If it doesn't convict you, it's between you and him. They won't tell you this. That smoking is covered by the blood. That drinking is covered by the blood. That dating is covered by the blood. Because as Jesus told Peter, Peter, Satan's desire is to have you. Satan's desire is to sift you as wheat. Jesus knew that Peter was going to fail him in the flesh. Three is God's divine number of manifestation. The cock crowed three times, which was evident and verified that God was faithful to his word to Peter. What about us? We fall short in the flesh. But remember this tone and remember he didn't leave it there. He put an extra tone on it. You're going to fail me, Peter. But I have prayed to the Father that your faith fail not. So we failed every day, all day, 24-7 in the flesh. But the prayer is, he prayed that our faith fail not. Because this flesh died on the cross when Jesus was nailed to the cross. The scripture tells us, no, no man, K-N-O-W. No, no, no man after the flesh, but after the spirit. And when you are looking at the spirit of an individual, regardless of their fleshly deeds and acts, and that person believes on the Lord Jesus Christ, we must look at that person by the Spirit, knowing that his sins are covered just like mine, just like yours, and that his sins and flesh is dead, has been nailed to the cross, that he has been resurrected in new life, rather than harping on, oh, he have a cigarette, or oh, after church he went out back and started smoking. Well, what, what do you do? Do you drink milk? Do you eat fatty foods? Have you ever gone to the hospital? Are you on medication? What kind of medication do you take? So don't dump on somebody else because of what they're doing. Just take a look at your sinful condition. 
take a look at our sinful condition. I may not smoke, I may not drink, I may not date, but what is equivalent from the works of the flesh that needs covering by the blood of Christ? That's the gospel. Not all that other nonsense that's wasteful. That's why I can understand why a lot of men and women don't want to go to church. Because they don't want to feel condemned by the self-righteous preachers that are hanging out in the pulpit. You have to measure up to us. No, you don't. They have to measure to God in Christ. That's where the measure is. And that's the gospel. Now, if anyone have this hope in Jesus, God purified them to the saving of their soul. And he and she is a new creature in Christ. Without faith in him, it is utterly impossible to have any relationship in pleasing God. And they know this. But why don't they preach it? I couldn't tell you. Maybe it's fear of losing the congregation. Maybe it's fear of whatever. But that's the message. And whatsoever is not of faith, as Paul says in Romans 14, 23, whatever is not of faith is sin. And as long as we, faithers in Jesus the Christ, are on this journey's battlefield for our Lord and Savior, we will faithfully continue to uphold the uncompromising facts. Because of these facts, we have formed a solid foundation for our resilience, determination, vigor, and tenacity to break Satan's hold on God's chosen people and God's territory, if you will. And you are part of his people and you are part of his territory. And we will faithfully endure our march on to glory and victory as we praying and giving and faithing, if you will, as we uphold God's banner in faith. And we trust God will send faithful light bearers, light bearing warriors, if you will, into, into the unstable grounds of confusion and darkness in this dark, sinful generation for the gospel's sake. And that's what it's all about. That's why we preach. That's why we teach for the gospel's sake. My name is Mr. Rocket, and I want to share this with you in our Lord Jesus' name. And to close, to whom we gave place by subjection, hell no, not for an hour, that the truth of the gospel might be taken with the Galatians 2.5.